when we were getting started, I was only like just starting to get into Drag Race. And Fanula was like, do you know what I'd love the podcast to be like? And like, I don't know if you've seen Trixie and Katia on YouTube. And I was mm. like, who? I was like, I know Trixie, who the hell is Katia? Like looked it up mm. and watched all of their like YouTube, that, like 86 mm. episodes in a day. Yeah. <laughs> is that and it's what just, it is? It's, yeah, yeah. I can't say it. So I'm not going to try. But, uh, <laughs> just sounds like we're groaning into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how it smells. Like you and hear just something like, oh, it's stunning. Yeah. So that was like definitely a big one. And I think that like when you watch them back now, I do see like how we've kind of morphed into that just two friends talking absolute dog shit sometimes <laughs> hello and welcome back to another episode of finterviews i'm your host connor finn and this is a show where i get to chat to the most interesting people i know this week i was so excited to sit down for a chat with the wonderful bridge and Fanula from bandwagons podcast Now, if you're not familiar with bandwagons, you're very much about to be. With over 1 million downloads, the girls are easily one of the biggest names in the Irish podcast scene, publishing weekly episodes about the latest buzz in the world today and jumping on the bandwagon for some of the funniest chats you'll hear online. We spoke about the origins of bandwagons with a friendship forged from a fallout boy hoodie and drag race inspired banter to traumas in the workplace, running sellout live shows and what the future holds for bandwagons. Oh, this episode was such a pleasure to record. I cannot tell you how ecstatic I was whenever the girls got back to me and said they would be up for having a chat. Honestly, Bandwagons is one of my favourite podcasts out there and I just like just getting a chance to actually speak the people that you're listening to all the time it oh just one of those we dream country ones so you guys are going to hear me just cacking throughout because the girls are just absolutely hilarious and they've got some stellar stories up their sleeves so without further ado please enjoy this latest episode of Finterviews with Breed and Fanula also known as Bandwagons well welcome back to another episode of Finterviews on the show this week I am very, very, very delighted to welcome on to the show Breed and Fanula from Bandwagon. How, I, do you know what? I just, I pissed it up already. I'm so sorry. <laughs> from Bandwagon Podcast. How's it going, Breed? How's it going, Fanula? I'm so sorry. I just hesitated and I fucked it up, but we're here now, so frig it. <laughs> oh, I love it. So I'm just going to call you Colin for the rest of the interview. Now. I, uh, you put the pressure <laughs> Thanks, Colin. On. I should have just went with whatever I thought. And it, oh, God. No, yeah. do you know what? I, I threw you off and I because I went on a big spiel beforehand about what we liked and didn't like to be called. So you know what? I'm going to take the blame for this. It wasn't it wasn't you. It was me. Don't worry. Oh, about God. It. <laughs> How are we getting on anyways? How's everybody keeping? Everybody's back in Dublin now. Sunny day. Yeah. And we're stuck online chatting. So thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. <laughs> Sun's absolutely belting in the window here and I'm in bed. No place I'd rather be, to be honest. <laughs> Get me away from the outside world, truly. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, I know I'm literally sitting here. There's like three windows and I'm trying to just like open them up, but without letting all the traffic noise come in. So I'm just like sweating it out. So if you see me, I'm not nervous. <laughs> it's literally just the heat. Just pull the lid. No, that's not a word. I'm just getting heated up you in this are, room. You I'm- are nervous. We're incredibly intimidating. That's what we're trying to start that rumour now. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, first and foremost, guys, um, I like in the off chance that somebody's come here and they don't know you or they find news from coming to me or anything like that. <laughs> honestly, uh, maybe <laughs> do me a favor and introduce yourselves like 
where you're from, what you're known for, your kind of background, because I'm uh, already butchered your names. So uh, <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll take the blood off me. Maybe just kind of introduce what the podcast Bandwagons is about. Yeah, well, I'll take I'll take this, I suppose. Um, so me and Fanula are best friends. We met in college uh, a good few years ago now. I've lost count. And we do a podcast called Bandwagons, where we talk about all the other things that everyone else is talking about. I, I fucked up the tagline as well. <laughs> it's contagious. See, the tagline is <laughs> talking yeah. about what other people are talking about. I don't know what I said a minute ago. That tagline, like, <laughs> we're not. We, so we just really want to start a podcast. And we really want to talk about pop culture. And I was like, look, there has to be some kind of core thing to it. And so we came up with the idea of talking about bandwagons because we're wagons, play on words, love it, mm. love to see it. Um, and then essentially we were like, oh, talk about all the things that other people are talking about. And then as the podcast progressed, for you, it was like, I hate that. <laughs> I yeah, we said it, it as a joke. We were like, we're like, what? there's our tagline now. Talk about things that other people are talking about. And we'd laugh, but then we just started putting it on like, the branding and the merch and stuff and now it's kind of stuck so we're, know, we, well, yeah it's but essentially it is it's like if you were to look at the twitter trending topics that's what yeah. we do we do podcasts on no matter how flash in the pan it is or how late we are to the game <laughs> we just talk about <laughs> shit that other people are talking about like we can we can disagree but it works it absolutely yeah. works i mean you're selling that i'm buying it here do you know what i mean so at least it, it must be working <laughs> it must be working at least like but yeah that's it because i was trying to like summarize be like like, how do I explain this to people that maybe don't know? And it's not even just kind of like, you know, latest TV shows or anything like this. Like, you guys have kind of like touched on loads of other different things. I mean, you do kind of little social campaigns, little social campaigns, that's wanky of me. You do <laughs> fucking huge social campaigns. Like, you just hit a million downloads. Congratulations. Like, <laughs> thank you. And I mean, yeah, like, I was even like just saying, like, um, like the stuff that you guys have been like eating live shows and stuff like stuff like this. And I mean, and now you're on for interviews. So I mean, God, tick, tick, tick. Done. Truly, the only way is up. The only way is up. <laughs> but that's it. And I suppose, like, from apart from doing the kind of podcast, and obviously, you guys are both kind of in creative industries yourselves as well, isn't it? Fanula, writer, I'd like to say. I mean, I know you've done like the Loving kind of podcast, like Pod and Paper, and then, um, Breed, you obviously producer, freelance, media, that kind of stuff. Well, I'm not for my own heart. I may be trying to get your details afterwards because um, <laughs> I don't know how good they'll be, how good my details will be to you, to be honest. <laughs> if I had the work, I'd keep it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're just going to pause the interview. What the <laughs> Kick me Connor's in. like, well, this is a massive waste of time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm literally like, well, fuck this. <laughs> no, but yeah, you guys both in your own right. I mean, successful in your creative, like, bits and pieces as well. Like, is that kind of where you originally met, you know, obviously in this kind of creative quarter? Um, or, like, how did it all, I suppose, like, start out? Like, like wh- when did you first get into this? Because it seems like you both have brought in, like, separate kind of things, but, like, separate kind of perspectives, but all within this kind of, like, you actually do know what you're talking about, even though... Like you're 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 normalizing it rather than trying to be like, well, not at all. Like this is what I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> so we met. So we met in college. I was doing journalism. Breed was doing Irish media, and we kind of loved the same things. Whatever. Graduated. Life goes on. I think Breed spent a little bit of time at home, and I kind of started working. I was doing a little bit of writing kind of worked in radio then kind of went back to writing and then Breed moved back up and we had the conversation where Breed was getting really into podcasts I was a bit late to the bandwagon in general and Breed really wanted to start one 
and I wanted to do one, even though I didn't really listen to them that much. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. We we clearly have something here. Mm. Let's do it. Um, because it was just it was just something like we really wanted to do. I suppose I didn't have that outlet because I'm like, when did we start this? Was this what year? Uh, November 2018. December, it launched December 2018. Yeah, so I kind of just left one job in which I was doing a lot of like current affairs stuff and got into another job, which was kind of more features writing and stuff like that more broad. But I was still looking for an outlet where I was like, oh, I could talk about things that, as I said, me and Breed like, like pop mm. culture. But as you said, broader than that as well, like horoscopes, like why people are were really into astrology, things with social mm. media, like specific music genres, whatever. And we just we just said why not like we didn't really have any expectations with it as a project (laughs) Um, exactly yeah and to be honest what it's become never ceases to amaze me every day that I wake up and I'm like this is a thing this is a community people genuinely listen because it really did just start out as uh, a passion project for the two of us Yeah. yeah even back like years ago when we first met in college like we bonded because Fanu- we first became friends because Fanuda was wearing a uh, Fallout Boy hoodie, I think. And I was like big into all time low. And like we were both like still kind of in our emo phases, but no one else around us was. So we bonded over that. I'm, still, I'm still in one. I never. Yeah. It <laughs> wasn't a phase. It was never a phase. It was not a phase, mom. Um, it was never a phase. And then we like got into like the media production society and we did like the, our own version of The Apprentice and Would I Lie to You and Never Mind the Buzzcocks and things like that. Like, so it's it's kind of just been a natural progression that we've always kind of wanted to do something along these lines and this just kind of made the most sense. Yeah, we, I, yeah, I forgot that. We've always collaboratively, collaboratively <laughs> kind of worked on content. Yeah. And then this, yeah, this definitely was just a, a natural progression, as you said. Yeah, I suppose I feel like it's one of those things as well, like whenever you're working, like both of in this kind of creative industries, you're always kind of like going from, you know, one project to another, but it's not until you kind of like, you, you kind of put on your own personal interest almost on the back burner for a bit and I suppose it's not until like you guys as you said you know kind of pursued this into like went into this and went fuck it we're gonna do what we want to talk about and then that's kind of when like you realize what like why didn't we do this earlier or like do you know what I mean like it makes so much sense like I suppose that's what really attracted me to ourselves whenever I first started listening that it just you were able to kind of just like grasp this like you know even like you were talking about like your latest one came out there one division you guys were like yeah i didn't really like know if this what was happening on it like uh, blah 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 but like it it wasn't just you know one of those other like film or tv podcasts where people are trying to be like i have a master's in this and uh to be like the years are like the five you know areas of film language stuff like this your guys are just breaking it down and it's kind of like listen to like me it's literally just having a real normal conversation but like also bringing into everything else like do you know what i mean like Everybody has a day job. Everybody just, you know, has their own wee bits and pieces that they're doing in life. Like, it's not just pure, like, well, here is um my educated perspective. Like, you, you have a bit of crack of it whilst also not just talking shit, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I th- and I think that's what we always wanted to do. And that's, I think, the whole, like idea around what is and what isn't a bandwagon mm. you know what I mean like we wanted it to be accessible for people who and kind of give people the option to like are you getting on this or are you not mm. like is this something you'd be interested in or potentially not like and mm. we I think now more than ever I really see it as a learning experience as well I'm sure Breed will attest to this that like sometimes I can get really fucking pernickety about what we cover or how we cover mm. things 
because maybe we won't have covered all angles or maybe it's something that we don't necessarily know. But like, I've gotten to a point now where I realize that that's not really why people listen. Like, I guess we it's we're an access point or an entrance point for some people to a specific topic or whatever. But like, we really are not the experts and we're willing to learn from the audience and just have a have a bit of crack and just give opinions like nobody's coming to us looking to have all the answers like and that's the thing I think I kind of had a way more haughty talky view of what bandwagons was but as as we've gone on I've realized that you know what we're a bit of crack you might learn something and you might not and that's okay as long as someone <laughs> laughed who cares really like exactly yeah. you're winning like <laughs> Yeah, even some of our early episodes, like we tried to do something, oh, the dog's barking, uh, tried to do something for everyone. Like, I think our third episode is the Super Bowl. And we were like, oh, like, well, all we really know is this is halftime act, but like not everyone. Some people might actually be interested in the sport. So let's try cover that, even though we genuinely have no interest in it. And I think you can kind of, that shows like, and as it's evolved, we just kind of hone in on the things that interest us. And if we are interested, it comes across that way. That, yeah. Yeah. I think the content you want to hear like yeah it kind of like as well it seemed to like build up such a community as well like do you know what I mean like when like it feels like it it, it literally is like what you guys have been there like it's created more of like a chat like more of a community more like just like you're hearing your mates like just talking about what literally is ever popping up at the time but I suppose like whenever I was like you know first coming into contact reviews and stuff like this as like um trying to just like get the feel of like who the big podcasters were in Dublin and like your games your names just kept coming back up um but like I suppose like whenever like like you were saying Fanula, like you didn't really like have a whole lot of like um kind of experience with podcasts or stuff like this beforehand but maybe like was there ever like any inspiration behind behind the kind of like um thing that you wanted to make like or any particular influences because imagine Bridge, maybe you had like a bit of like uh you know maybe you were listening to like loads of people uh, as well and this was kind of like uh we can fucking do it better i know you yeah. <laughs> the only people that i like actively well i've uh, sorry i will say i've like broadened my palette now but at the time <laughs> i exclusively listened because i'm i'm really not a true crime gal it's just i i can't but I love a good like dishy kind of celebrity pop culture podcast, obviously, mm. because that's essentially what we are. So like, I mean, Who Weekly for me is and always will be like God tier celebrity pop culture <laughs> podcast. Um, it's hosted by Lindsay and Bobby over in the States, um, Lindsay Weber and Bobby Finger. And they're like pop culture journalists and they basically categorize celebrities as who's or them's um, and kind of look at celebrity culture. So like your them's would be your Brad Pitt's like the ones you know, like full pure mm. written name recognition. And then the who's are like people who desperately want to be famous, but like just can't get that name recognition. So like mm. Rita Ora is their like queen <laughs> of the who's, you know, because she wouldn't be that big in the States or like shouldn't be as big in the States. Um, but the way they just did things, I thought was like so funny while still being kind of very analytical and very critical I thought not critical in the sense of like dunking on someone but just saying like really looking at something and kind of picking it apart I love that I just love I really love getting into things and thinking about them from a different way and I think that's a great thing about working with Breed because quite often we have very different perspectives Mm. on things um but like she helps me see things in ways that to be honest I never would have unless we talk about the talk about these things you know Mm. 
Yeah, I'm sure remember- Reed has a million other examples, an example uh, list down the length of her arm. <laughs> Not a podcast at the time, but I remember like at the start, I don't know if you watched Drag Race, Connor, but we like I was I was just dipping my <laughs> toe <on>. into it. <laughs> yeah, nice try. Yeah. Just when you said just when you said read it war there as well, I was about to be like, sorry, did you guys see the whole thing with like the latest episode of Drag Race where yeah, we have to get a mannequin out? Like, read it war. <laughs> it was just like topical. Oh my god. I like, think it was do you know what? I because I think whenever they filmed it, I think it was around the time that she was getting cancelled for having for that birthday her, party. Yeah. Oh, she was like uh, I pretend I do not see it and was just like because they're trying to say it was some d- issue with her entourage but like she just definitely didn't mm. want to be any more exposed when she was already getting like oh, massively massively like... and and rightfully criticised but mm. yeah Mickey was better than it, so. <laughs> I love that they literally go like mannequin yeah not just that like yeah three is enough yeah, we'll just like chuck somebody on the side and just won't address <laughs> like the literal mannequin in the room like what the fuck like but... forget the actual Danny Dyer like <laughs> yeah. definitely would have oh imagine I, w- I wish I actual Danny Dyer had done it oh can you imagine <laughs> But, yeah, I don't sorry. know. Anyway, you're saying like drag race. Uh, yeah, when we, I was like, when we were getting started, I was only like just starting to get into drag race, and Fenula was like, "Do you know what I'd love the podcast to be like?" And like, I don't know if you've seen Trixie and Katya on YouTube, and I was mm. like, who? I was like, I know Trixie. Who the hell is Katya? Like, looked it mm. up and watched all of their like YouTube oh, the, like mm. eighty six episodes in a day. Yeah, mm. is that and it's what just, it is? It's, yeah, yeah. I can't say it, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> But, uh, just sounds like we're groaning into the podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how it smells. Like you N N N and H or yeah. something. Like, oh, it's stunning. Yeah. So that was like definitely a big one. And I think that like when you watch them back now, I do see like how we've kind of morphed into that. Just two friends talking absolute dog shit sometimes but we find ourselves funny and that's all that matters and that's very like reflective of what they do. And mm. then I was like massively into my favorite murder. Mm. And I just, I loved how the two of them were like, they weren't best friends and they were nearly kind of bickering on on the podcast in the early days. <laughs> but the, they were like, they had such clashing views that like you, everyone was kind of learning from it. Mm. And I was like, we can do this and we can do this better because we already know what the other person's thinking. Like, yeah. and, and then more recently I've gotten into Chris Ramsey and his wife have a podcast called... Uh, shag married annoyed they're mm. a married couple he's a comedian and she's a like a content creator and they're just like it's shown me like how popular just the informal conversations can be and just literally the two of them could talk about what they did for the week in lockdown for an hour and people it was it'll be number one in the charts every single week and they talk about just crap like and it's just people being themselves so i take a lot of inspiration from them as well yeah, I just, it's funny, I didn't notice Hater Fuse mentioned Finter Fuse, but that's fine. Um, I guess, uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, room to Learn, it's uh, uncultured. And Fuse, oh, oh my God. God stop. So, I really like the host. I can't remember his name. I think it's Colin. But, uh, oh, some prick, I know, <laughs> he's, yeah. really, he's really good. Yeah, yeah really, uh, really bright we, talent there. Some wee naughty bastard, yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I think that's legit as well. Like, I mean, it, all the ones that you were kind of mentioned about, like, that's what, like, <laughs> it's even funny when you were talking about like the saddy stuff that you did in school like doing you know like mock-up tv shows me and my friend like i remember when i was talking to her about like doing this podcast as well we i was really kind of like we used to do like 
<laughs> a little TV show like thing, like just as a project in uni. But we literally did that. And it's like, hi, it's like, hi, my name's like Connor and like, or blah, 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 like, you know, and I need like my back shift. Just, or no, yeah, sorry. Like I need my back shift, Connor, blah, blah. I, I can't, <laughs> sorry, for anybody that doesn't know what like, uh, it's or watch it. so like, strange. what the fuck yeah. is, yeah, yeah. Or like, I'm the day like toenail behind your door. Like, yeah, I'm a yeah. mountain biking unicorn witch from the future, or whatever the one is. But yeah, stuff. but I remember like even stuff like that. Like, it's hilarious. Uh, obviously, everybody's just pulling from the same influences of just like people having the crack out there and just being able to like just have. I I feel like there's a difference between talking and say actually saying something, but you guys really seem to merge the two. Whether when me and my friend were talking about doing podcasts, I was like, honestly, like, I, I, I think I need to talk to more interesting people first. Like, not that she wasn't interested, but just like, I can't, like, I'll just talk absolutely bollocks. So this is my, like, cop-out being, like, I can't just talk, chat to my friend and make it entertaining. I need to chat to other people that are already doing something because that just takes weight off my shoulders. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing all the hard work and doing the easy work. It's fine. <laughs> Happy to. Happy to. Yeah. But I suppose, like, as well from this, I mean, you just haven't always been doing, you know, podcasts and working in creative industries. And I think it's always really interesting when, you know, you can discover behind the people behind, you know, the chat and whatever like this. And maybe, I don't know, like, did you maybe have like many like uh, character building jobs growing up? I, I can imagine you might have done that. Maybe like inform the people you are today because... I feel like just a crack that you're able to do and, you know, pulling similarities out of areas. I don't know. Um, it's always kind of interesting when you find out, you know, big presenters or different like comedians, stuff like this. They're like, oh, yeah, no, like I the, the only reason I'm here today and I can actually ch- chat to people is because I like worked in a strawberry for- farm or stuff like this. I don't know if you uh, had many of those experiences growing up that maybe maybe helped the kind of content that you're able to able to get with. I'm sorry, I'm seeing smiles come from both of you. So I know Daphne has got something. <laughs> I'll let Brie go first. I'm trying to think. I've had so many jobs. I hate traditional jobs. Like <laughs> I can't I hate <laughs> working for the man. But I worked in, um, my first proper job was working in a hotel in Gory for not even that long. It felt like years, but it was like my first job when I was in college and I worked there on the weekends. Mm. And it, I still genuinely have nightmares about it to this day. It was <laughs> the worst job. Like it was just the most high pressure job. What were you and doing think, in it? I was like on a coffee dock. I was literally like, a, I was just a waitress. Like, yeah. uh, they still people I was a barista, but I was not. Like, so I'm just um, bringing up your trauma. I, I can I can see the, you know. Genuinely <laughs> free sweats. therapy for her. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But I used to be such a perfectionist. And then when I started that job and I was really bad at it and it was just really hard to be good at it. I think that kind of broke me a bit and I've been kind of on a, a slight decline ever since. But uh, I, yeah, I genuinely, I used to just have to be everywhere at all times and I, it just stressed me out so much. But when I think about it now, because obviously I still go into that hotel and see it a good bit and see people I used to work with and all. And I'm like, what did you get from it? Because every job has led me on to a better job that's led mm. me on to like telly work, even if it had mm. nothing to do with telly. And it's like that job, uh, people, all sorts of people would just have to come up and you'd have to talk to them like you were the only one there. And you'd have to just make conversation as you were making their coffee or putting their scones or whatever. Mm. You're just literally having to keep talking. And I think that's absolutely stood to me. And yeah, definitely develop those skills. So I think I had probably the opposite experience in that <laughs> I I used to work as a hotel housekeeper. I worked in two different hotels over three summers. And it was kind of, it was my first proper full-time job. Because at that point I had 
what else have I done? I'd like worked in my dad, I'd worked at my dad's company and cleaned there. But that was like a, a really pissy job. It was like an hour a week because mm. anyway. So this is like my first job and like it was during the summer. So like things, it would be really busy, like really tough. And I remember the second summer when I got my, like my own trolley, it was like I had achieved it all. I was big swinging dick <laughs> going through those halls. I didn't have to ask. I didn't have to borrow anyone else's trolley. I could keep whatever I wanted on my trolley. Um, and it was like it's incredibly tough work. And I was working for like a four and a five star hotel. So obviously the standard was so high. And I'm, mm. as Breed will attest to, not very tidy and not <laughs> massive on perfection when it comes to cleaning. So I learned a lot from that. But on uh, on the same level, this was a job where I would go eight hours without speaking to anyone. Because if you were housekeeping, it was like, you do not speak to the guests. Don't like, look them in the eye. <laughs> you do not even look at them. You are not there. You are the scum of the earth in that hotel ecosystem. <laughs> which I was delighted. The less people I got to talk to, the better. I just got, carried on pushing my trolley. Um, but I like I loved it. But it was so hard. And I think, to be honest, it just like... There's no better feeling than kind of earning your own money and knowing you worked hard for something mm. and going home with that paycheck at, at like the end of the week or whatever. It's and that's kind of that's where I got that like work hard, play hard kind of attitude. Like I I mean first to admit, like I'm obsessed with making money. And I think that's where I got it from. Um sometimes I'm like, oh, could I go back and do it again? Could I live my best Jennifer Lopez life and just continue? clean rooms probably not i'm nowhere near fit enough for it anymore but um no yeah definitely um an interesting one for sure i mean you want to have that you know like pretty one walking in like big mistake huge yeah like you know you can't go back down the ladder god like yeah that's what you i talk to everybody about their like i mean i've just worked like from i mean we literally did pics when we were younger and then i remember my like step up from that was like getting into dominoes and being like oh guys i gotta work indoors (laughs) (laughs) so everything up from there i feel like but like each of these kind of like roles it's just interesting like find out where people are kind of you know stem from like where they kind of get like come from because i feel like you need to go through like just some wanky jobs to actually get to be like okay like yeah i i think i have like something to contribute to this because there's nothing worse than chat to somebody and then be like oh yeah blah blah like i used to do this and they're like oh like i just didn't need to do any of that it's like yeah, just really happy it's like yeah, you haven't lived man you've suffered there's a lot of there's a lot of nepotism in in me <laughs> you need to suffer um a lot of nepotism a lot of nepotism in media a lot of helping hands up the ladder sometimes but no some some of us had to some of us had to make beds and make coffees and yeah we got there in the end exactly yeah and now we chat to each other on the internet so who's laughing now <laughs> truly <laughs> truly <laughs> but um yeah I suppose you were both just saying that they're about you know the different character building jobs that like I feel especially as you were saying you need like media is such like you know helping somebody up like kind of like you know you're here seeing all these like things be like how do you get in or you know somebody knows somebody else whatever like this but like it's it's, it's the people that show a little bit of grit do you know what I mean that have got like a little more to add to it so I'm delighted uh, uh you guys as well you know we've we've all been through equal traumas in our life do you know what I mean I, I mean I say mine probably doesn't haunt me as much as night uh, a night as it does for um breed there but like yeah. um but yeah uh st- definitely still get like 
fear, you know, whenever like, I, I don't know if you sometimes have nightmares, you're like, forgotten order. Oh my God. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Do you eat, do you eat strawberries still? Or is it like one of those things where you just can't eat them anymore? No, it fucking ruined me for years. Like literally like, and it's our family one as well. Like we would have done them for like the graduations and stuff like this. So we, and I used to be loving strawberry jam. I was like, just a wee freak of a child. I used to not like any other sandwiches <laughs> other than like my mum's own like strawberry jam. Don't know why I'm doing that accent. That's how I do science. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like, and for years, that's all I was eating. And second, second for about 10 years after that. And oh, I'm yeah. literally only getting back on it now. But like, I think I was the one thing as well, like any place I've worked in, like I like, I haven't ever went back into it. After I left, like, Doblos, never went back to it. After I left, like, this cafe job for three years, just, I feel like once it's kind of gone, I'm like, I can never go back. Yeah. So that's why I ran down to Dublin. <laughs> I can never return. Yeah. I mean, I was, <laughs> I basically, you know, covered half, most of the north anyway. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to have to come down here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on too many black books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose, you know, from, from all the traumas and stuff like this as well, like, have there been any, you know, major standout moments, I guess, that like have came from, you know, doing the podcast, following these passion projects and like, like, I mean, especially like, as I kind of mentioned earlier, like it's, you've had live shows, you've run like, so like social campaigns with, you know, World Vision Ireland, Science Foundation Ireland, Diageo and Nivea. I have all these written down. I, I, Did <laughs> you find I, these stats? Oh God, I, I tell you, I research. Um, <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, have there been any major standout things that like, I suppose from starting this that you never thought could have happened otherwise? Or it's kind of just like, you know, the fact that you're kind of like, we are just two mates chatting on the internet and people seem to enjoy it. And you know what I mean? With Patreon and everything else, you're like, every kind of bit is a bit of a standout moment. I don't know. Have you had any like major pinch me bits? With with regards to the people that we've collaborated and stuff, like I I really look back fondly on the work that we did with World Vision Ireland and even most recently with uh, Article 19 about fake news and stuff and food sustainability. Like that's, I, lo- I love looking back on them because they were like such good pieces of work and we got such good feedback. We always mention the live shows as well. Like that's, that's really like a pure example of like actually seeing because it's so hard to visualize an audience because this is not a visual medium um, and it's hard to like put it tangibly how many people listen or how many people engage with us in whatever way and then to physically see that and to have the response of them laughing at a joke or singing back a song or even um, just like how fast they buy tickets is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like it's or genuinely... merch or anything. It's yeah, yeah it's really Obsessed. that's something that I'm so yeah, I'm so grateful for that. And uh, particularly with the live shows, I I miss doing them so much. And fingers crossed, we'll be back to them uh, at the end of this year. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I suppose probably same with yourself, Breed, is it? Or yeah, definitely, definitely. The live shows were always something we had like we were aspiring to, but then to actually get to do them within a year of starting the podcast we were we had sold our two shows at the Dublin Podcast Festival I think it was literally on, on the week of the year um so that was it, we never thought it would happen as quickly as it did <laughs> and then just certain people we've gotten to meet like we've got like a whole little internet family like it's uh and like people we've got to interview and I'm trying to think of could be like Tony Cantwell is a friend of ours now because he's just he I think he asked could he come on and now 
he's just like Uncle Tony that is like <laughs> friend of the show. Oh my god, friend of the show, Marty Gilfoyle, friend of the pods. Like just these these cool people that were always on my radar, but like never had anything to talk to them about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And just, yeah, having a platform to, like, reach out to people and be like, like, Jessica from Married at First Sight, like. Oh, sorry. I, I was walking into, to talk to her. I was walking into town the other day. And again, I was kind of, like, similarly, like, just less to yourselves. And whenever I was just, like, I think it's, like, one of those things, like, it's similar to why I started this podcast. Because I was just, like, I just want to fucking talk to people that I'm, like, interested in. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And then whenever you find people like that, like, listen to you guys chatting to her from, like, Married at First Sight Australia, like, just... It's, yeah. I think those are the best like moments as well and you guys as I mean you guys have just had some fucking cracker of ones like that. I'm just being like someday <laughs> yeah but that's it like Alaska we, we interviewed Alaska from Drag Race literally on a whim we emailed I think Victoria's Secret and we're like who, who can you put us in touch with because she's another friend of the pod but like we never thought that would happen and it's always just mm. been us chancing our arm mm. and then like people rarely well like the worst they can say is no and we always say that so uh, yeah, just having those opportunities. You're lost, or they can, or they can leave us on red. Yeah. Oh. That's worse than them saying no. <laughs> Looking at you, Paul Meskel. <laughs> He's not very famous, though, in fairness. Well, I was going to say, like, is there anybody that, like, do you know, what I mean, you are still like, that's like on there to be like, oh, they're like a need to get like on the show, or like anybody that you're like, one day, one day we're going to get like. we've always said Davina McCall (laughs) she said some problematic things in the last week or so that I'm a bit like less bothered Um, but she would have been one purely from like reality TV perspective if we were just to talk to her about that and not give her opinion on anything else then maybe (laughs) I'm trying to think who else would you have anyone else breed off the top of your head Um, I said Anton Deck once and you shot me down but I just think and they, now I actually think I would allow Antonette because I've got very back I, I would allow Antonette on my podcast Saturday Night Takeaway is devastatingly emotional television oh my so god good. they have whatever about it they're like this year they're like giving away holidays to like all these frontline workers but mm. they're like surprising them all on Skype mm. and last week there was this woman that got it and she was like so excited that she took her weave oh, I saw that. I saw her live like, yeah swinging it around and then putting it back on and Ant and Dick were laughing so much that they could barely get through the next link and it was just like where is and then the next the next I was crying it was just yeah. was so much I would have them on I Trixie Michelle I'm into in a big way now I'm kind of I'm comfortable I think a lot yeah that's why my, my um, housemates are like if you can get us t- as close as possible to Trixie Mattel, that's all we'll ever ask of you. And I'm like, Trixie wants nothing to do with the fans. So mm. uh, there's a lot of, yeah, there's happening. a lot of drag people. I'm trying to think who Ella Henderson is one that we're all doing call outs for. Oh, right. um, Queen of our hearts. <laughs> We've like, we put the request into Warner. We're just waiting to hear back. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, manifesting. It's fine. It's already out there in yeah. the universe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's hilarious that like, even, you know, like you guys, like I was so like going to be like, oh fuck, I'm going to be chatting to the girl from Battlewags. Like, do you know what I mean? Whatever, like you guys are still, you know, it, it, it's funny to see everybody else is still in that like sphere of like, I just want to talk to this person or I want to talk to this one, blah, like this. Like it was, um, it was so funny. This was literally just like for me, whenever I just did the podcast, I reached out to um, Janine O'Carl from Bewitched. Oh, yes. No, I thought I was like, that's going to be the biggest thing that I'm ever going to do. 
Nobody else was excited by it. Everybody's being like, oh yeah, like bewitched. Okay, whatever like this. When I say, I had the time in my life. This woman must have been like, who is this child I talked to? And I was just like, just like, like Zella V was just such a big part of my life. <laughs> so now, do you know what I mean? Like, I've already got that one off. I feel like, once you start getting there, then it's a big hitters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, they, then they start rolling and they, they start getting in contact with you. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I suppose on the opposite end of the scale, like, it seems that you guys have just been having the fucking crack of it. But have there actually been like, maybe this is a shy question to ask, but like any kind of major horror stories that came from like working in this, you know, you know, public sphere is our, you know, as I said, like, yours are, you have to have a huge community, but is, has there been any kind of, like, backlash? Like, I, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, an Irish thing, like, coming home and people be like, oh, notions on these ones, oh, just because they got the podcast going, because I swear to God, I fucking do this one, and I once literally, like, as soon as I started, like, putting up, you know, when you when you do a post on Instagram, you put on your story, and it's like, new posts, they'll be like, oh, Connor's an influencer, and stuff like this, and I'm like, Go fuck yourself, guys, <laughs> but, I mean, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure people at home definitely think that about me, but as long as they're not saying it to my face, I, <laughs> I do not care. Don't pay your um, bills, don't pay in no time. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, um, not like, I think we're, we're incredibly lucky with what we've done now and the fact we don't take ourselves seriously. And I think, again, mm. that's why Breed compliments me so much in that, like, she is the one who is like, you, you need to as much as I'm like I can be like right we need to stay in our own lane I'm not very good at taking that advice sometimes and Breed is very like we, we you're not don't take this too seriously like it's fine we're, we're allowed to say this we're allowed to joke about this whatever mm. blah 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 so from a podcast perspective no again I think we've been really lucky in terms of that kind of criticism in terms of like horror stories from working uh, I worked at an unnamed publication uh, at early in the start of my career as in like an internship I was paid very little money, but was essentially working full time for them. Mm. Um, and this was like still, this was around the time, like a lot, a lot some of my friends were still in college and turning 21 or whatever. So I was like doing this job. And I remember just having to work like the most insane shifts. So, well, like not insane for me yet, but like insane for the money that I was getting. I think I was like, getting like 50 or a week or something. And I was doing like three, four full-time shifts a week. Jesus. Um, yeah. So there was one God. time and I, they were like, it was r- impossible to get stuff off because I mm. was the intern. So I tried to book my friend's 21st off. Um, couldn't get it off. Um, so I basically had to work from like a cupboard in her house, writing celebrity stories, writing about like Pippa having a baby or Pippa wearing, no offense to Pippa, this is not a <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Pippa because she helped me a lot in that job. Yeah, she's um, a big listener. About, like, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm sure she is. Writing about Pippa wearing something, whatever. Like, Middleton or O'Connor? Sorry, Pippa Connor, not Pippa Middleton. Oh, I was like um, Middleton there. <laughs> I was like, wow. So Pippa Connor could listen to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this was like, this was like, you had to write about like these kind of certain things because the job was like very traffic and like hits yeah. driven as well. Mm. And we had like very high targets. Mm. So I was trying to write this and like pre-drink at the same time and like talk to people who were coming in who traveled from wherever to Galway I was after traveling up myself my friend was coming up from Cork to join me and I couldn't really speak to him because I was uh, working on shift until like 11 o'clock uh. and at that point everyone was like rode off and then we used to go to the club like it was just it was ridiculous and I did that for 
I think I only ended up doing it for like maybe two or three years. No, sorry. It was like, yeah, two or three years. Oh, sorry. I'm still I think there it ended like, Yeah, I'm still here now. Loves it. Coming to you from the cupboard. No, I think I was actually there for like six or seven months and then I got a different job. But that was character. That was another character building one. But yeah, oh. just that kind of shit at the start of people to like, Given an inch, taking a mile, um, mm. but it did kind of teach me to know my work and also that I can work under incredibly strenuous circumstances. Mm. <laughs> <I> suppose, <Yeah>. <laughs> and <laughs> what about yourself, Bri? I mean, not not to drag up past traumas like right like this, but like I suppose, yeah, like you uh, love dragging up past traumas. Oh, I do. I do. It. <laughs> oh, me or are you? Both guys? of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Sing from Let's start a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, I remember I worked in um, a TV production company for, like, two and a half years, and I loved it, and I worked with two guys who were just, like, like older brothers to me, like, they were just so nice and so understanding and just class, and I used to meet a lot of people through very various shoots we'd go on and stuff, mm. and I remember people always asking, like, do you have any horror stories? And I was like, I've never met a person in telly that wasn't, like, just so lovely, but there are actually, there was two that fully traumatized me that ha- happened. And one of them was, uh, I was working, I actually just won't say the shoot because the people could be very easily identified, I'd say. But it was one of my first ever jobs. And I had gotten some bad news the day before and I was in a bad way, but I was like, fuck it. It's like, this is a big job for me. I'm going to go and just try my best. Um, so I was going and I kept like going to the bathroom to take like a couple of minutes to compose myself and I came out and like one of the production managers was like screaming at me like where have you been and I was like I was I was on the toilet and she was just like what are you doing on the toilet you don't have time to be on the toilet like fully screaming at me but then I was like that's so weird like why is she shouting at me and I turned around and it was because like the bosses of the company had walked in and she was trying to like throw her weight around in front of them but like when you're in a kind of fragile state and people are screaming at you it is it is a bit traumatizing like and mm. then I was lucky I had a good friend of ours working on that show with me who's actually Fanuta's cousin so he was there and he talked me down and I was all okay and then a few years later I had I worked with a guy who was just like the worst type of man that people describe that like thinks women are there to serve him and oh even though like he was yeah he was hired by the like the company I was working for but like he saw me very much as his like or he, he was my superior and we had a kind of moment where he screamed in my face for not getting him a coffee one day and he kind of broke me a bit but you know you kind of spot those people early on and you avoid them and you just do as little as possible to ruffle their feathers and just hope you get get through the job line were you working with uh emmet oh yes sorry uh, i was like personal note i never fucking said that to me i was just like "Eh." that's a good boy yeah, I feel like you guys have probably done this properly where you were really respectful and like, you know, take these opportunities and run with them and doing it probably in the best way possible. Whether I always talk about <laughs> having a really lucky, like with some of the wee bits and bobs I've been able to like, like I'll dig graph for them as well. Like, but <laughs> I just get way too comfortable, way too quickly with every single person I work with. Like with whether they're <laughs> the top of the company, like there is... Um, okay so for reference like this was back in I was like first year of college but I was doing this um 
kind of part of this like tel- like royal television society they do like awards and stuff like and um it was uh it was very fancy oh yeah it sounds very like fancy but i didn't fucking know what it was anyways i was just being like blah 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 like i'll apply to this next thing they'll let me on there's been like okay grand what do we do literally you just do like workshops forever i guess but one of the perks is you get void to like avoided you get well avoiding me now uh you get invited to like these the program awards so like they're in belfast mm-hmm. or like this but like they would have like it was like when they were last going on like the dairy girls were at them it was like you know vogue williams was like oh some stuff like this maybe like in, the iftas yeah 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 literally but like maybe in the wee bastard <laughs> that I, <have. laughs> I just get way too comfortable like meeting people and i'm just like everyone's on the same level to the point where this was like after drinks and stuff like this like me you know literally supposed to be out here trying to network and you know be like 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 everybody else you know you're just trying to do your best put out your best like impression you're just like you know i want to work for these people i swear i must have got blacklisted from half ones on that line alone because i like i remember these ones were all chatting away to this like like an md of like somebody that was doing like a disney show at the time and i just wandered over being like, already like fucking like free prosecco like running through my veins and like he was just being really polite and turn around and be like oh i'm just popped to the bar here anybody want anything everybody's super polite like do you want anything no want anything no me been there in the circle about two minutes i'd say yeah i'll take like um corona and like vodka vodka coke like if you're at school or something like this and then and like it wasn't a lot afterwards but like I, i've always said this with anybody that i've worked with like in if different production jobs or stuff like this i feel like i'm just like i i think i need to take a step back and forget that everybody's not just like mates in it but then at the same time it's kind of worked my it's worked nicely in some situation because i feel like nobody <laughs> i'm really been dicked over too much because I, I, I'm just not aware that there's a hierarchy there. I'm just coming in and be like, oh, what are we doing today? <laughs> like, yeah. and, and, and either they're talking about Everyone is equal. Yeah. Capitalism yeah. Exactly. is bad. No yeah. one is the boss here. But also... You're dead right. It's just, it's just the double <laughs> drinks. Like, yeah, you should just avoid drinking with co-workers uh, until very, like, very far into your relationship or yes. just, if you're at the end of a project somebody should have told me that right the back end. in the start I mean it's yeah. I mean it's, it's Connor's just straight in with like I will have the Corona and the vodka yeah. and coke yeah. it was an open bar I partly. like to mix drinks just let them know <laughs> make it clear oh there's been so many things but I I just always think it's quite funny when other people you know have done it properly and I'm just like can't really I just fucked up first time no, so, so, no proper way. so no, it's like must so, be nice guys must be nice well they didn't get like you know any kind of censored version they just got the full throttle and be like well, what's happening to me like yeah where are you from <laughs> and like do you know what I mean just I think it's just back to me being absolutely like shameless I mean same with this do you know what I mean it, it works out in my favor because then it means I mean I get to talk to people like you then because I just shamelessly you know I'm not contacting Warner. I'm literally like DMing people straight on Instagram being like, chat to me now, come on. You have to be shameless. In this <laughs> yeah. No, you do. You do. But I mean, I suppose from all of this, like, and all things that you've done, like, what, like, what is there left? Like, what's the future hold for Bowagons? What's it full hold for you guys? Like, in your own rights? Like, are there any big goals that you want to achieve that you haven't yet? Because, I mean, as I said, bucket list seems to just be text straight off like it's just you've it, just been doing so fucking good like so i don't know if there's anything left that use maybe, maybe this is really like <laughs> pessimistic um like what left is there uh, <laughs> you about to wrap it up um, but i'm sure you have big plans do you sir i think yeah it's, a, it's coming a funny time because for for me anyway the like goal 
was a million downloads and that's we've just hit that so I haven't really like reassessed our goals <laughs> like first it was like let's do a live show I'd love to sell out a live show and we've done mm. it and then it's like let's just keep hitting different pushing the marker for ourselves so probably like just like I just love to do the live shows I'd love to sell out Vicker Street that's probably like a oh. bigger a much a much bigger goal that we'll have to work towards now um because the downloads once we've hit a million I don't think it matters anymore we're gonna get I want us to get matching tattoos as well but I'm uh that's a goal I'm gonna have to work towards too <laughs> Brie that's not a goal that's just that's a goal a... For, that's a personal goal I want me <laughs> and Shane it's me and Shane I want us to get um matching tattoos Cowboy hats. Um, I I'd be the same. Vicker Street would be one for me. We've talked about festivals as well. Whenever mm. the hell festivals can happen, that's definitely would be number one oh, on yeah, our definitely. list. But like, you know, I'm not a very goal oriented person. I'm just like I really like enjoying the process. If if we stayed, if we stayed like this for the rest of our lives, I'd be happy because we have such a nice community of people, and I work with like my best friend and we make a decent amount of money i was like who is and that <laughs> who? <laughs> <What's> he, <laughs> Emma, Shane, Shane, Shane. um like i can't really ask for much more than that you know um but yeah like i'm just i'm itching to get back live same as wade and I suppose if, if 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 the universe answers back, I mean, Davina, if you're listening, come on. Yeah, if <laughs> the she's willing to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. No, but here, guys, honestly, like, I just can't thank you enough for coming on to the podcast. Honestly, this, like, I'd say this for every single guest I come on, like, that comes on, but, like, genuinely, I've been listening to you guys, so it, it always really is, like, a treat, whatever. I mean, same for yourself. You start out this thing as a passion project, but when you get to talk to people that you're genuinely interested in, you feel like you already know from engaging with their work and their content, it kind of makes it all worthwhile. And yeah, no, so just thank you for taking the time to talk to uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for having us on. We really and anytime. It. We love talking about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, truly. And, truly. I mean, and if people want to find out, I mean, as a, again, rare occasion that they find like used from come through me. Where can they hear you talking about yourselves and everything else? Bandwagon, all your personal stuff. What is the go-to places? Uh, we're bandwagons uh, on all podcast platforms, and then social media. We're at bandwagons podcast on all good social media platforms. Sorry, didn't mean to laugh. Or <laughs> just sound like very like. Yeah, what's um, so funny, we're, Connor? We're, um, we're bandwagons. Uh. We're bandwagons. So you, people can't see, but I'm nonchalantly like, uh, like hand by the head. We are bandwagons in mind, yeah. body, and spirit. And I mean, you can plug your own personal ones if you want. But I mean, it's all linked through there as well. I guess anyway, it's like fuck it. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, thank you guys so much for coming on to an episode of Interviews and. Paddy's Day tomorrow so happy St. Patrick's Day <laughs> oh thanks so much oh happy St. Patrick's Day favourite holiday truly yeah what a time what a and time what's going to be alive god yeah this is my, this is my <laughs> St. Patrick's Day special there we go um, alright guys well here have a lovely evening and yeah chat to you later alright bye thanks bye Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Finterviews. Oh, what a pleasure it was to be able to speak with Breege and Vanula on that. Do remember, if you are a fan of the podcast and you want to support everything that goes into Finterviews, please do remember to give us a like, share, subscribe, and a five-star rating on whatever listen platform you're on. Honestly, all that stuff really does help. And you can also find me on socials. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
YouTube, TikTok, and everything else. Yeah, just type in Finterviews online and you'll find me there. And you can get in touch and let me know who you would like to hear on the podcast next. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll chat to you later. Bye.